Thank you. Hi. Yes, my name is Amy. Um, so Miranda is my sister. That makes Nathan my brother-in-law, and Emmeth is my nephew. Yes, we love them all. Um, yeah, so I worked here at SABC for six years, uh, and I was a cabin leader for three of them, and I was some of your cabin leaders, actually, which is fun. Um, yeah, so what I'm sharing with you tonight uh, is kind of what I've been doing since I worked here at SABC, uh, but also how what I did here at SABC prepared me for that. So I am a missionary, uh, and I work with Youth with a Mission in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Uh, so if you don't know what YWAM is, it's a Christian missions organization uh, that focuses mostly on training young people to be in the missions field, whether that's abroad or here in North America, uh, and there's bases all over the world. Uh, the one I work with is in Amsterdam. So how I got to Amsterdam, um, I did not anticipate being a missionary. I didn't really want to do that with my life. Uh, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a professional musician. And so I was going to go to university to study flute. And I could have done that. Uh, but one day, my flute teacher, um, she told me that I would never succeed as a professional musician unless I made flute the number one thing in my life. And she said very specifically, it needs to come before school. It needs to be come before your family, your friends, especially in front of stuff like working at camp and following God. Uh, and so my Christian uh, friends and my family, uh, this is obviously not what they were telling me to do uh, because God needs to be first in your life. But at the time, I didn't really understand that. I thought, well, maybe I can make it work. Maybe I can go to university and I can still be a Christian, but I'll just have different priorities. Um, but that's not really how it works now, is it? Um, so I talked to my family about it. I talked to my parents, and they said, well, have you prayed about this decision? Have you thought about what it means to put something before God? You know, growing up, going to church in Sunday school, when they talk about idolatry, that's like the exact wording they use, is putting something before God, and that's not a good thing, obviously. Um, so I made the decision to stop studying flute, and I said, okay, so I'm not going to do this. What else am I going to do with my life? Um, and I thought, well, you know, I'm pretty smart. I can go to medical school. Um, so that was my next decision. I was going to study neuroscience and then go on to medical school. But I had needed to take a gap year because that's the thing people do nowadays, right? Uh, so I did a discipleship training school with YWAM in Amsterdam. And I saw it kind of like as a, a break, you know, something fun I could do for six months and then move on with my life and go to university. Even though I had made a choice of not putting flute before God, I still wasn't 
following God as my main priority. I wasn't obeying his call on my life. Um, so I did my DTS, and, you know, it was fun. It was a great six months. It was a great experience. I traveled a lot. Um, I went to Israel and Mongolia and Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan. Um, but what really changed me was this whole idea of obedience. Um, I had always kind of grown up like, yeah, you obey God, but what does that mean when um, the world is telling you something different than what God is telling you? So people around me when I was in high school told me that I should go to university, I should study, I should uh, use my brain uh, for something bigger than music at that point. But I look back now and I think, wow, they would probably not like to see what I'm doing with my brain now. Um, but I'm using it to glorify God. Uh, after my DTS last year, I made the decision to be a missionary with Youth with a Mission. That means I live off of support. I moved away from my family. Um, I ha just got back for a visit and Emmeth is a year old now and I haven't seen him for nine months. Um, so there's lots of sacrifices that come with being obedient to God's call on your life. And the biggest thing though that camp taught me about obedience was that it starts small. Uh, whether that's you know telling someone uh, the beautiful things that God has put in them because you know that God has called you to love those around you. Um, or it's living off of support as a cabin leader and getting paid because you ask other people to give their money. Uh, but really, the biggest thing uh, about obedience that I learned was as a kitchen staff for two years. Um, and that is when you're obedient, you don't care if you are thanked for what you do. Uh, you don't care if people... Uh, applaud you for getting up early or for staying up late or for chopping so many vegetables that you can't look at another carrot. Um, it's a hard job. It's not easy to be obedient. It's not easy to uh, lay down the things that you want to do with your life. Um, but it's always the more beautiful thing to do. Uh, if I had gone on to study neuroscience in university, Maybe I would be in, finished my second year and going on to, you know, study in medical school. I would be paying a lot of money to do that. Uh, but instead, I uh, live in Amsterdam now. I got to uh, lead an outreach team to Israel, Mongolia, Mongolia and Georgia this year. Um, and so there are so many more beautiful opportunities that God has opened up to me by being obedient than if I had decided that my way was best. God is so much bigger than I am. He's so much bigger than the plans I could have for my life, uh, the ideas that I would have about what it means to be successful, what it means to, um, yeah, what it means to be uh, a good member of society um, because, you know, the world tells us that working a summer job is good to do 
and going to university is good to do and having a great career is good. Uh, but what God says is good is a whole other thing because it often looks very different from what we might think is best. Yeah, just because I have uh, ideas or plans, um, it doesn't mean that they are the right ones. And God has such a bigger perspective on, yeah, what it means to do good, what it means to be successful. Um, the best thing you can do is walk in God's will for your life and yeah, maybe you're not sure what that means yet. I still am not sure I know what it means um, because it's always a journey. It's always a journey of obedience. It's always saying yes every day to laying down your rights, to laying down the things that you expect you should have. Um, yeah, but the thing is when you give it back to God, he will always give you something more beautiful and something better. So I heard that you guys have been talking about making Jesus Lord. And so I feel like my story is really, uh, yeah, that's something that I've learned about a lot. What does it mean to let Jesus be in control of my life? What does it mean to uh, surrender my ideas? Um, and I'm still learning about that. Um, I am still young. Uh, and I ha still have to make decisions about what I'm going to do with my life, where I'm going to live, uh, how I'm going to yeah, pay rent and all of this, whether it's uh, working or living off of support as a missionary. Um, it's not something that I can tell you about because I, I know all about it already. Um, it's a process of continuing to learn and continuing to... Um, yeah, say to Jesus, I know that you're bigger than I am. I know that you have better plans than I do. Um, so let's go. Uh, and when you, can, when you lay down um, your perspective and your opinions, then that's when Jesus can do really beautiful things. And I'm very excited for where he continues to take me. Um, whether that's Amsterdam or the countries we visit for outreach. Um, yeah, it's all a beautiful journey, and I'm still walking on it with him. Yeah. Yeah, so I will pray to wrap that up. Jesus, thank you that you are so much bigger than we are. Your perspective on our lives is so beautiful because you know, uh, yeah, what our paths look like. You know what choices we uh, will make to glorify you. And Lord, thank you that you ask for our yes. Um, you ask us to obey you. You ask us to follow you in love, not in slavery, but in, um, yeah, a beautiful relationship that we can have with you. Jesus, thank you that you have beautiful plans for each and every one of these staff and that no matter how small they might think they are or how they think that their, their choices are insignificant, you, you care so much about what it is that they'll do next. Um, Lord, thank you that you want to be, yeah, you want to be number one in all of our lives. Thank you that you deserve that and that you are worthy of laying down our, our rights or our expectations. 
because that's exactly what you did for us. You laid down your recognition and your, your true identity to yeah, come and die on the cross for our sins. We are so grateful for your sacrifice, and we, uh, yeah, now we can only give the rest of our lives to you. Yeah, Lord, I pray your blessing over this time of discussion and that you will be speaking to each and every one of us about who you are and who you want to be to us. In Jesus' name, amen.